building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of The Art of Entrepreneurship, our big questions, short answers segment. Today, we are talking about what is kind of a tough topic, honestly, and it's a little bit delicate to talk about, but I'm going to try to tackle it with you here today. What should you do if you are in a toxic working relationship? I think a lot of us, unfortunately, have experienced toxic personal relationships. Not great, but there are a lot of different kinds of them. There are energy vampires or people who take from you but do not contribute to a relationship. There are the complainers that can bring you down with them. There are relationships where all of the expectations are on you. There are relationships where you're disrespected, all the way down to emotional and physically abusive relationships. Although I guess some of what I just named could potentially be emotionally abusive as well. Some of these kinds of toxicity are much easier to identify and some are easier to deal with than others. But something that I feel like is never talked about is what to do if you are engaged in a bad working relationship. Like I said, these are hard to identify. They're hard to get out of. When you're an employee, you don't really get to choose or sometimes even provide input on the people that you work with. And even when you own the company like I do, it can be extremely difficult to remove yourself from a bad relationship. I have experienced this a few times in recent years, and I wanted to share with you today what I did about it. So just like I talked about with personal relationships, there is a wide range of ways that working relationships can go awry. The ones that I've dealt with lately have a few themes. I I definitely contributed to these situations. I struggled to hold people on my team accountable. I listened to a lot of complaining, which put me in a bad headspace. And frankly, sometimes I do get down in the mud with people. I think I am the kind of person that has a tendency. And I think everyone goes as low as the lowest person in the room. And that's why it is so important who you surround yourself with. I weighed my personal relationships with people that I work with more than the working relationships. And it's important to have both and to weigh both. But I made the mistake of letting performance at work slide because I liked people personally. I'm not going to go too much into detail, but I think this happens to everyone from time to time. When you really get to know people or you know them for a long time, you can get really comfortable and sometimes comfort leads to bad behavior if you're not careful. The last few years of running my business have honestly been pretty hard. I think it's been hard, a hard few years for everyone. Our growth had stalled out a bit before COVID. And then, of course, the pandemic happened. We lost revenue. We had to partially furlough our team. I had all the worst case scenarios in mind at that time. I was just suffering personally, too. I had some members of my team that had personal things happen. And the things that were happening to them personally began to show up in the way that they were at work, which is natural. But because of these personal issues, 
I tried to be really easy on everyone. And that just shot me in the foot because I lost sight of the business goals. And I got really in my own head about these couple of personal relationships and how they were impacting me. And finally, after whining to my business coach about it for a long while, I decided that I had to do something about these situations. I went through a fairly specific process that... I don't know if it's totally fleshed out in my mind, but I worked with some mentors and had a lot of really solid guidance on what to do that I'm going to share with you today. So if you're feeling drained or like you're in a bad working relationship, first and most importantly, you have to identify what is actually dragging you down. I think it's really easy to be like, uh, work or, uh, I don't like working with this group of people or I don't want to do this. And it's really challenging to figure out the exact stressors and make changes. However, if you are dedicated to doing the latter, making the change, it's a hard process and it's absolutely worth it. I'm here on the other side to tell you it's worth it if you stick it out. So, To handle these situations, the bad working relationships that I was in, I started a list that I kept on my desk every single day for a month. And on that piece of paper, I wrote down all of the situations that were draining me. So behavior that was not up to standard with what I expect in my business, be it talking crap about people or handling situations inappropriately, or I don't know, some people treat everything like a fire drill and that's really stressful to work side by side with, who the behavior was related to and what I was going to do differently to change the situation in the future. Over a period of about four weeks, keeping this list was really eye-opening because I was able to identify a few themes of bad behavior, if you will. And I started using that third column, what I would do differently, to address the things that were happening in real time. So instead of just documenting for the first month, which is pretty much what I planned to do, I started making changes in how I was handling the situation in real time. Like I said, the knowledge is key and being dedicated to keeping track of what was happening in detail really helped me understand the changes that needed to happen within the business. The second step here was communication. It's always one of the first steps in resolving an issue. I think a lot of us keep it to ourselves when we are unhappy. I started communicating things like, when you complain to me all the time, it makes me unhappy or it makes me like my job less. Or when you complain about certain employees on the team, it impacts my perception of them. And that's not fair because I want to come to my own conclusions about team members and what their contributions are to the team. I also started communicating more about my view of certain situations. Jenny, my head of people, is really good about saying what her perception is of a situation. So she'll start a sentence and say, my perception of the situation is, and then she says what her view is when something bad happens. I think we all have the tendency to give ourselves a pass, I guess, and assign good intent when something goes wrong to ourselves and assign malicious intent to other people when someone is doing something that you view as wrong or that you don't like. So for example, if someone's complaining to you, you might think he's complaining to me because he's a jerk and he always complains about people instead of he's complaining because he is stressed, he has things going on in his personal life and he needs an outlet. 
I think when you verbalize your perception, one, it kind of talks you off the ledge. It forces you to make sure that your perceptions are checked and they're realistic. They're not just you whining and blaming people. And it also gives the other person involved in the situation the opportunity to adjust or change your perception based on what's actually happening in their world. So like I said, second step, communication, very important. The third step is what I think really ended up changing these situations for me, and that is creating boundaries. These few people that I was having issues with on the team, I set boundaries around how I wanted to be communicated with. Like, I don't want bad news dumped on me in Slack. Please bring the things that you need to a one-on-one so we can talk through it instead of dumping it on me via Slack where I just get upset about it. Or boundaries like, please do not text me at night when I am making dinner with my family because it distracts me and it makes me short with my family. Uh, I had to set these boundaries a number of times. And I find that setting boundaries can sometimes completely resolve these issues because sometimes people will respect them. And then sometimes people don't want to respect your boundaries and they take personal offense to your boundaries and then they will opt out of the situation altogether. Another step that isn't something that I did, but if I were employed, I would have is communicating to your manager about what's happening so that they can help guide you through this. You don't have to deal with bad working relationships alone. And it's possible that if you're experiencing issues with people on the team, they're probably showing up elsewhere on the team and your manager might have a wider view of what's happening. So in my situation, These issues, I mean, they eventually got resolved. It took a lot of hard conversation. And unfortunately, in both situations, we didn't really heal the the working relationship and we did not continue working together. And at the end of the day, that's okay. It is worth it to set and hold boundaries. It's worth it to communicate when you feel like you are not being treated appropriately. And it's also likely that the other people involved in the situation, they might be feeling drained by you and your working relationship too. Maybe you've both slipped into bad habits and you're kind of feeding off of each other and you're not having the appropriate conversations to set boundaries and make sure that your relationship is healthy. I want you to remember that not every problem can be resolved and not every problem should be fully resolved. And you and your own mental health are worth the pain that you might endure in fixing or resolving these bad relationships. I want everyone listening to remember that. All right. Happy Monday. Tough topic, but I really hope if you are in a toxic working relationship that this helped you think about just what to do about it and how to work through it. If you got value out of this episode, share it with just one person that might be having the same experience and I will talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you.